to Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McRoy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. Well, sisters, it is a holiday. It is. Here today. Are yeah. you? Yeah. Is our, our uh, you get to sleep in there? No, because I'm here. Because I made you wake up and record. Because you made me wake up and yeah, record. Yeah, you had to do your job. Yeah. For what you get paid. Yeah. Your job. Yeah. <laughs> Taylor, you got to work later. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be fun. Guess. Um, I'm sorry that I will not be be joining this. Well, I guess I'm working too. I'm working as much as you are, Riley. You're gonna go back to bed. No, I have to go edit this show and uh-huh. post it, and then go back to bed. You're going to Great Wolf Lodge. Yeah, I'm going to Great Wolf Lodge. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. That's not working. That's not working. Uh, listen, I have two children. It's always work. It's it's fun work. I'm not complaining about it. I'm just saying it's work. Uh, so before we talk about this holiday, as it were, um, what uh, you guys been checking out Twitter, following the news? Yeah. I don't know. By the way, I don't know if you've been seeing on Twitter that Marty Noxon follows me on twitter that's right writer and producer from buffy the vampire slayer marty noxon also made unreal now have you all been communicating on twitter sharp objects marty noxon have you been communicating on Twitter? yes okay we have been tweeting back and forth because mom said mom said did you see sydney has been talking all day back and forth with one of the writers of buffy uh, not just writer, producer, and yes, I was. Uh, she's a fan of the, she said, our work. I don't know which of the McRoy's. Me, I don't know the rest of us. Maybe this show, I don't know. But well, she's right. a fan, and I just, uh, I'll, I'll, I'm happy forever now if Marty Noxon thinks something that I do is worthwhile. Well, I'm glad that is true, and I'm happy for you. Well, I think that's awesome, Sid. Well, thank you. She was, I, I will say, it wasn't really about, we were not communicating about me or, although I did, I did have to go geek out and what say like, I just hope you know that I'm a huge fan of your work and I think you're amazing and I, this is so humbling. It's a good thing that Twitter is words and not voices because that wasn't legible. <laughs> yeah, I was just, you know, going on about how, what a big fan I am of hers. But uh, we were, we were working together uh on twitter via twitter our our respective uh twitter followers to help raise money for um i always say it wrong raices raices mm-hmm. it's not racist is what it looks like mm-hmm. r a i c e s texas uh which is an organization that helps provide legal aid to immigrants to this country people at the southern border who need help um because of what our government is doing to them. So, mm-hmm. anyway. That's awesome. Uh, RacistTexas.org, R-A-I-C-E-S, Texas.org. You can go donate to them if you feel so inclined, which I did, and Marty Noxon did, and Marty Noxon was matching donations. I did see that. Yes. I did not know who that's who that was, because I, mm-hmm. you know, not a nerd. So, not just a uh, creative, talented <laughs> person, but a cool cool do-gooding person that's awesome as she said it's what buffy would do Mm. nice 
That's what we should do, right? We'll buff you. We'll buff you with you. Sydney has a little bracelet that says like WWBD. What will Buffy do? To be fair, Buffy didn't always make the best decisions, but no. she tried. No. Uh, but um, Marty Noxon makes the best decisions, so there you go. Uh, what you know? What else was happening on Twitter? Twitter was all a buzz yesterday. Um, there's an aerial. There's, there's an aerial. aerial. We got an aerial cast. That's exciting. Very exciting. The 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 internet. I guess a, a a crappy portion of the internet was mad because they think that fa- fantasy fish people have to have races applied to them. Yeah, Air, I hate to tell everybody, but Ariel was a mermaid, guys. Yeah, and mermaids aren't real. Don't tell Charlie, but Don't mermaids Charlie. aren't real. <laughs> Hopefully, she doesn't listen to this podcast, and then she'll find out. But there don't aren't mermaids. Mom. No, don't tell mom either. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, mom's oh no. Mom, I'm sorry. I had to find out this way. <laughs> <laughs> mermaids aren't real. Uh, but if they were real, that I'm sure they come in every uh, every color that humans do. Why not? And probably colors that humans don't. Yeah. They're probably like, what, green mermaids, purple mermaids, like blue ma- mermaids shimmery like shimmery, like multicolored mermaids. M- rainbow mermaids i mean like why not like look at fish fish come yeah. in a wide variety of colors like a rainbow mermaid like the rainbow fish that book's about i said i liked your description of what i, I said that some people have been saying that well the, the only it's just science it doesn't make sense because if you lived in the bottom of the ocean you'd be really pale like it's just science like okay once again science no mermaids but also <laughs> <laughs> Also, like, I guess if you lived at the bottom of the ocean, theoretically, like, you'd be so pale, you'd actually be, like, clear, like, perhaps transparent. And that's terrifying. Yeah, those, like, creepy lights on your head, and you say no eyes. (laughs) Yeah, like, maybe no eyes, and those horrible, giant, prehistoric teeth. Mm. So you'd be an anglerfish. Yeah, let's be honest. A mermaid could look really terrifying (laughs) were it it real. Uh... (laughs) But mermaids aren't real. Ariel, though, the fictional Little Mermaid, uh, I'm very excited to see mm-hmm. uh, Halle Bailey in this role. Me too. I I had not heard her sing before, so that was that was Charlie's first question. What does she sound like? She wanted to know <laughs> if she sounded yeah. like Ariel. So, so we played some of her music, and I think she sounds very princess-like. I think she will be an excellent excellent Ariel and excellent princess. And Charlie very much enjoyed her lovely singing voice. I'd already heard her sing because I'm a cool teen. <laughs> well, I'm cool now. Now I've heard now her you are. music. I went and downloaded her music mm-hmm. and listened to it. So now now I'm familiar and I'm on board and we're we're very excited. Although I, it was funny because you think live action Disney movies. And so you have like Aladdin where there's like humans and then you have the Lion King. Where it's all animals. So like what is this? How how are they going to do live action, but they live underwater? Is it going to be like those mermaids? Where is that place in uh, Florida or wherever where mm. you can see the the people they have who have like a secret tank in the back? Uh huh. They have a secret tank, and like you look, and the the mermaids swim and perform underwater because yeah. they have like the pipes that they get wa- they get oxygen from. And said it's going to be CGI. Oh. Like I don't, they're not going to have the actors perform <laughs> their lines be... underwater. Yeah, Sid. Like live? <laughs> live action is different. Live. Than live. It's not live. It's just. Oh, no. Sid. 
the Lion King used real lions. Did you think the lion? Did you think the Lion King was lying? <laughs> they don't do it every they time, had- Sid. They, it's a, oh, no. It's still CGI, Sid. Because you know what? Lions don't talk back or in, sing. Back in the good old days, <laughs> we didn't have this CGI. We were watching Honey, I Shrunk the Kids with Charlie the other day. <laughs> and it, she was just like, what is this? I mean, th- you had to be really creative, though, you know? Man. You know, that new to- Toy Story movie came out and someone posted some comparison pictures between the animation in this one and the first one. I do not remember in my kid brain the animation in the first Toy Story being that bad. Well, it was good for the time. That's yeah. a that's a grow up. Boy, right she there. loved that movie. We watched Toy Story, the first one, oh, yeah. the other day for the first time ever. And boy, she loved that. Yeah. Although she was very scared at the end. They missed the moving van. They're <laughs> not going to make it. She was like hiding behind a pillow. I, I felt the same way watching that as an adult. It's fine. I just understand, Charlie. <laughs> One of my friends made a very funny topical joke the other day on the subject of Toy Story when we were watching the debate and um, Beto O'Rourke started speaking Spanish. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is happening? He said, don't worry. This happened to Buzz Lightyear. Someone just hit the language switch on the back. That's pretty good. All those debates. All I those can't debates. even get into that. Uh, speaking of, um, I don't speaking know. Speaking of what? <laughs> po- politics, politicians, elections, America. It's the 4th of July. Listen, <coughs> I'm just going to be honest. I'm not, I like, I don't have a problem with the, with the United States of America conceptually. <laughs> On paper. Uh, on paper, it, like if we're talking about like the Declaration of Independence, we have some really good ideas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like the Bill of Rights. I like rights. I like rights. Yeah, I like rights too. There's some great stuff in the Constitution. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> uh, but the re- but realize that put into practice, um, it's the execution that seems to be the problem. <laughs> Yeah, that's what they always say. They try to say that nice on cooking competitions when they're like, you had some really creative ideas, but I think there are some problems with execution. That which, means like it's bad. It's very but bad. If someone better would have made this, then it would be good. America has a soggy bottom. <laughs> America has a very soggy bottom at the moment. We, we burnt um. the top and the middle's not cooked. That's where we're at. It's one of those moments on MasterChef when Gordon Ramsay cuts open the pork chop and says, you're confident it's cooked all the way through. And that goes to commercial and you're like, no, it's going to be cooked all the way through. But surprise, it's pink on the inside. It's raw. It's raw. Raw America. (laughs) (laughs) It's like that clip from Hell's Kitchen when he puts two pieces of bread on one side of a girl's face mm-hmm. and makes her call herself an idiot sandwich. <laughs> that's what America oh, feels like terrible. right now. Although, honestly, right now, that's kind of what uh, our our administration needs yeah. is Gordon Ramsay holding two pieces of bread <laughs> to either side of its head can, can and he telling just, it it's an idiot sandwich. Like, it just expand from kitchen nightmares to country nightmares. Just, yeah. just go into the White House and yell at people <laughs> and look in their fridges. Hey, look, if Gordon Ramsay can fix it, I'm fine with it. They could even make a TV show out of it if somebody needs to make money, if he just fixes it. Maybe they can, you know like, what? coerce Trump into thinking this is a good idea because it gets him back on television. 
Mm, yeah. Mm, mm. He likes that. I'd be fine with Gordon Ramsay as president for just like the last few months. You know, just the last few. I need to know a little bit more about his politics. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we did a lot of work to get away from like a uh, angry British guy rolling over us. So I don't know if we want to go back there. <laughs> Is it better? For this 4th no. of July, we're proposing. <laughs> we done messed up. The whole thing. I, I want to go back to Britain. <laughs> this is our declaration of dependence. <laughs> Gordon on Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> no, uh, I don't listen. UK, you did the Brexit, so I'm not. I can't. I don't know. Where 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 do we go? Where do we turn? Where do we go? From here. <laughs> hey Denmark, what are you doing? You wanna you wanna run a country? <laughs> <laughs> that's probably more the direction we need to go yeah what do you think they're up to they probably don't want us you managed to get rid of all your guns Can you help us out yeah uh if marion williamson is president then new zealand will be you know we're gonna call them we're gonna call them <laughs> and tell new zealand will be right there <laughs> we're gonna tell them about it uh fourth of july is <laughs> a holiday that uh, I just, uh, sorry, not feeling very patriotic here on this particular podcast. Not hating on America again. Great ideas, great ideas on paper. Uh, Bad execution. Yeah, could could be better. I Undercooked. Be I believe we could get there. Um, I think we have, if you did watch the debates, I think there are several people who could probably get us to mm -hmm. a point where I would uh, feel very patriotic on this day. But Not all. Not all. Several. <laughs> Not all. <laughs> Several. Yes. Um, I don't. I don't truck with people who question vaccines. Mm -hmm. Looking at you, Marianne Williamson. Someone said she should be nominated as Secretary of Crystals, and I found that very amusing. <laughs> well, I I am feeling very patriotic uh, about one American thing. What? It's the American women's soccer team. Hey, oh, that's a good point. There we go. I, um, yeah. What a bunch of rock stars. If you want a reason to chant USA today, that would be That's it. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, no, not tanks. No. Um, well, like, all of the, like, the, the best players on the team have also joined Megan Rapinoe and saying, no, I wouldn't go to the White House either. Yeah, <laughs> so I yeah. really want them to win. So we could all celebrate them refusing to go to the White House. Oh, I really want to see that. Well, why do they want to go eat fast food? Yeah. You know? It was just McDonald's last time. Witness the performative fascism? Right, yeah. Here's a tank parade. Happy America Day. Well, like, uh, like... Like, D.C. is, like, there's, like, a lot of, like, swamp-like ground that D.C. is built on. Like, the roads aren't meant to handle tanks. Like, this is an infrastructure thing. Also, the, the $2.5 million that's going to pay for only part of this parade, uh, that was diverted from the national parks. Like, that's where that money came from. So, you know, that's cool. That's great. I hope you don't like national parks, and I hope you like tanks. I better. hope you don't like bears and grass and wildlife <laughs> and mountains, because we have tanks. Who wants to not see those beautiful nature and preserved wildlife when you can see a, a a weapon of destruction parading through your streets? I like the idea. <laughs> Riley's never been to a national park. I think because she's like bears. Who cares about bears and grass 
<laughs> What's in a national park? It's just like a big who, park. Who cares about picnic baskets? I just like the idea that this money was taken directly from the bears. Like the bears have their appearance fee. Like, wait, what do you mean? They're not paying us to show up? Well, then never mind. No more bears. The only protesters at today's 4th of July celebrations in D.C. will be the bears. It's a bunch of bears. <laughs> Give us back our baskets. Just ignore. That's the best thing we can do. Ignore, ignore, ignore the parade not the whole thing don't ignore the whole thing you know but the, this anyway i won't go on about the tanks the ridiculous tanks it's just so it, where, where, it's what it looks like yeah Did i'm, no I'm sure i'm sure putin will be very impressed well it's definitely what it's being done but have you ever just like like you know you, you try to like work sec- extra hard on like a cool project because your crush is like in your group that's what i was gonna mm-hmm. say yeah or, or you know that like that perfectly someone. crafted tweet mm-hmm. that you want to impress somebody with, or that like really great tweet. selfie mm-hmm. that you like. It's for everybody, but it's really it's for you, poot. It's for you, poot. Oh no! So uh, most people on Fourth of July eat hot dogs and hamburgers, and I don't know, spend time outside. Bears. And bears are there. No, hopefully not. <laughs> yeah, I w- that's a bad mix of things. Like, there's usually alcohol involved, there's flammable objects, and bears? I think a small bear would be fine. I think we don't talk enough about bears on this podcast. Let me talk about bears really quickly. No, I'm going to veto bears on the <laughs> teen advice the information podcast. Now, here's I, a type I- of bear no one thinks about. The panda. I think plenty of people. There's ten percent of my brain that is always thinking about pandas at all times. So I don't think that's true. The red panda. It's very small and it stands on its two legs like a person. I don't think we think about that. I don't think any of us know enough about bears to do a whole thing on bears on the podcast. You can't just switch us up to a bear podcast without telling us. Hey, I'm about to not be a teenager anymore. We got to move on to something. Maybe it's bears. You should have maybe asked us before. You just chose bears. Well, I just wanted to kind of throw it out there, see how everyone responded. Well, and now you've seen it. So. (laughs) Well, all right. Anyway, not bear related. Um, For 4th of July, a lot of people like to engage in what I as a doctor would call uh, dangerously stupid fire stunts. You mean like when your own husband jumps over the fireworks? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, to be fair, the ones he's jumping over, okay, they're, I'm not going to be able to justify this. Never mind. No, I mean, you they're shouldn't. not the ones that you shoot up in the sky. They're no. the ones that you set on the ground and then like colorful stuff comes out. But like, it's still fly. But that's okay. like the big, it's like a weird smurl rite of passage because dad used to always do it. And then I was really proud the first time I did it. And then Justin had to be accepted into the family. So of course he had to do it. <laughs> Sydney. Wasn't there a 4th of July where you were in a different house, maybe some areas outside of that house caught on fire because of firework stunts? What did we catch on fire? I remember bushes and perhaps a fence outside of one of your old houses being caught on fire um, when Griffin perhaps had a Roman candle in an inflatable 
inner tube around his waist. Yes. Now I do. I do remember this now. What you are referencing. <laughs> It was, yes, it was like a Roman candle and it was, they like taped it to the front of like a little kid's inner tube that he had around his waist. Yeah, it was yours. Your inner tube, he had it around his waist and he taped a Roman candle to the front and then ran around. (laughs) That was a bad idea though. These are bad ideas. Here's the, this is where the then and now comes in. When you're a teenager, you don't know how bad these ideas are. Wait, no, how old were you? Yeah, that, mm, not teen. Not teen. If I, no. Uh, possible. Well, but I will say when we were younger, the amount of damage you could deal from the readily available fireworks was probably a lot more uh, severe. Because, like, nowadays, like, a Roman candle is, like, a stick that just shoots, like, low-range sparks from it. I remember Roman candles as things that would launch colorful flaming balls into the air, <laughs> like, several feet. <laughs> My favorite thing is that it was an unpredictable number. (laughs) How many? But it also would vary because some were duds. So like there was always the moment where you're holding the Roman candle and then you're like, is it? Is it? I think it's and you go to set it down because you think it's done. It's like, poof. (laughs) (laughs) There was one more like those little silver discs that would spin in the air. Oh, those were the worst butterflies or bees or whatever they... And they were a thin, a thin, like, metal disc surrounded by, like, explosives that would spin. Like, how did somebody not, like, like, that's just, just send it up in the air. Hope it doesn't bury itself in somebody's forehead. (laughs) Or lap, as it did once at a 4th of July party we were at. Oh, and landed in someone's lap. Oh gosh! Yeah. Um, I I want to. Th- this is the crux of the issue, right? Fireworks then yes. and now. I mean that that's the big thing that changes from when you're a kid to when you're an adult when it comes to, uh, Fourth of July. I believe that mm-hmm. is my that is my hypothesis. But before we discuss this further, let's check the group message. Hey everyone, this week your group message is brought to you by your resident cool teen and baby sister. Riley, featuring my sick voice. I hope this sounds wonderful for your ears because it definitely feels great coming out of my throat. Um, I have a few sponsors I'm going to tell you about this week all by myself because I'm a grown-up now in case you hadn't heard. Um, first is Mod Cloth. This week, Still Buffering is brought to you in part by our friends at Mod Cloth. Start your summer plans off right with breezy tops and jumpsuits made for adventuring head-turning prints that bring the heat, and size-inclusive swimwear designed for cooling off. As the temps continue to rise, you'll be needing effortless looks you don't have to think about twice. From work-approved dresses to weekend-worthy shorts and skirts to sunny accessories, meet the styles that'll keep you cool. And ModCloth believes fashion should celebrate all women, and that's why they're expanding their size range to double zero to 28. So, you know, any size you might need, it's not you know, going to exclude you from their amazing styles because you may need a certain size. They're in completely size inclusive, whatever your size needs may be. And that's one of my favorite parts about Mod Cloth. All three of us still buffering, love Mod Cloth. We have shopped from there for many, many years before we ever started this podcast, before they ever did ads with us. It's just something that we've always loved. I remember I needed a dress for something I think in probably middle school or early high school and Sydney immediately suggested Mod Cloth. So it's something that we've loved for a long time. 
and we want to share that with you. So we want you to try ModCloth, and we can get you 15% off your purchase of $100 or more if you go to modcloth.com, that's M-O-D-C-L-O-T-H.com, and enter the code BUFFERING at checkout. This offer is valid for one-time use only, and it expires on November 2nd, 2019. So go check that out now. Get your summer styles before fall. That's 15% off your purchase of $100 or more at modcloth.com, entering the code BUFFERING at checkout. Uh, The next sponsor I'm going to tell you about is Away, makers of world-class luggage. All of their suitcases are made with premium German polycarbonate, unrivaled in strength and impact resistance, and very lightweight. Four 360-degree spinner wheels guarantee a smooth ride, so for those fun trips down the, you know, the aisles at the airport when you kind of want to spin your suitcase all around or push it in front of you and then go chase it, those are my favorite things. You can do that with these suitcases. (laughs) Um, Both sizes of the carry-on are able to charge all cell phones, tablets, e-readers, and anything else that's powered by USB cord. And they have a 100-day trial, so if at any point you decide it's not for you, return it for a full refund, no questions asked. I have an away suitcase. I love my away suitcase. Ever since college has started, I've been doing a lot more traveling, um, both to other places and between my house and my dorm. And it's a really great suitcase to have. It is lightweight. I'm not a very strong person, but I can always get this suitcase uh, up into the overhead compartments. Um, being able to charge my cell phone and not have to line up at those charging stations in the airports is so nice because I can just pop open the back charge my phone and it has a removable battery which i know is important for a lot of uh airports and airlines to take that out before you get on the plane that is removable so you can even take it out and use it like a portable charger which i've done before you know take out the battery before you get on the plane and then just pop the battery in your backpack or something still be able to charge all your devices but uh you don't have to leave in your suitcase to do that um we all love away and if you want to try an away suitcase you should go to awaytravel.com slash buffering and use the promo code buffering for $20 off of a suitcase of your choice. That's $20 off of a suitcase by going to awaytravel.com slash buffering and using the promo code buffering at checkout. So go check out Away, go check out ModCloth, get some new summer styles to put in your new Away suitcase, and um, yeah, have some, some great summer adventures on us here at Still Buffering because we love you and we want you to have a great summer so all right back to the podcast so fireworks they 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 aren't as deadly here in west virginia as they are a lot of places we have laws for that i i imagine many states probably have laws now out of all the states i feel like most people will be surprised to hear that west virginia has restrictive firework laws <laughs> it does seem like that'd be one of the places you go to be like right? just right buy actual explosives for for fourth of july it is yeah. it is a strange thing it always makes me wonder it's like west virginia has some of the most progressive vaccine laws in the country mm-hmm. but it's it's because i think we got lapped yeah. Like everybody had good vaccine laws and then they've loosened over time. But so we just had to double down because we didn't have any. We're so far behind. We're ahead yeah. now because uh, our vaccine laws are really good. I don't know, but I can't make an argument like that for fireworks. For fireworks. <laughs> no, we have to go to Ohio here for the the good good ones. We used to always get them on our way back from the beach because mm. we would stop at one of the Carolinas where they would sell us the, the, the lawless the, Carolinas when it comes to fireworks. <laughs> uh, the the fireworks that you can get around here 
are just like various sizes and shapes of sparklers, more or less. Yeah, they're like the big boxes that you just set on the ground in different colored fire lights come out or or the ever classic the little little black pill that you set on fire and it turns into a little <laughs> black dirt <laughs> why was that <laughs> how did that get on par with everything else like in the firework department like creation lab like look what i made does it light up no is it shiny no is it what does it do <laughs> it's a it expands into a poop like object <laughs> it's really it's it's really bad you know what i would put with that as one of the worst fireworks that one that's just a super bright light that flashes several times you (laughs) look now don't look at it just light it on fire and look away and know that behind you there's a really bright light flashing i feel like it even says that on the thing like do not make direct eye contact (laughs) why, why don't we do this those are, but I, I have to say, I will never understand the allure of firecrackers. I feel like that was a part of Wait, childhood. Wait, what do you mean by firecrackers? The things you throw on the ground? That just pop. Yeah. That just make now, the noise. Now, those are fun when you were a kid. Wow. No, no, no. Not the, not the little white things. Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought you meant the white things that you throw on the ground, they just pop. No, not those things. I mean, like, the difference between, like, in my head, a firework is something that at least has, like, sparks or colors it's or something. It's a firework. W-E-R-K. <laughs> it's a firework. <laughs> but a firecracker are, like, those things you just light, and then they just make a loud popping sound. Yeah, and if you hold them in your hand, you're going to lose some fingers. Oh, yes. okay, okay. I know what you're talking about. I have never actually seen one of those. I've only ever seen fireworks, I believe. Hopefully they're banned. That was like one of those weird things that like the like kids would compare like leading up to Fourth of July. Like my dad got some M60s. Well, my dad got some M80s. I feel like that's what they were called. Something like that. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Just explosives, I think. Yeah. And they're just really (laughs) loud. They're loud and they could do a lot of damage. You would put them in mailboxes. That's exactly what we did, and we broke our mailbox. Oh, see, we put the the stink bombs in our mailbox. The little ones that are just mm. little, like, chalk balls that you light up, and they have a lot of smoke Yeah, of different colors. We put one of those in our mailbox and turned it blue. Well, that, that's not a stink bomb, though, is it? Well, I think it's no, just a smoke bomb, actually. But it also does smell bad because <laughs> sulfur. I, I did always like the smoke bombs, but largely because it could play into some sort of, like, fantasy narrative that my friends and I had crafted and have a key point of use. So yeah. that was the only yeah. reason. I was always low-key afraid of fire growing up. And so fireworks, I, I mean, I, I didn't have like a true phobia, but yeah. I definitely was not one of those kids who like wanted to mess around with it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I tried to keep my distance from all things fire related at all times. And uh, fireworks always freaked me out just a little. Like, even the little ones that you would just light and they would shoot up some sparks and mm-hmm. that was it. And that was the whole thing. I kept my distance. Um, and I do to this day, but, you know, more for safety reasons right. than just primordial fear. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, I, yeah, the, the jumping over the fireworks was a big thing. Um, I remember that ever, there we would always buy one. That was unfortunately named. One one would always come in the package. I don't know if you guys are going to know what I'm referencing. But in the giant package of fireworks, every different one that shot different sparks had a, had a name. Had a name. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, they all did basically the same thing. Yeah. So the names really didn't mean much. Uh, but inexplicably, there was often one called Golden yep. Shower. Yep, you're going to say that. Yes. <laughs> 
Yes. Uh, which is unfortunate. And I didn't I didn't get as a kid. For teenagers though, that was the that was the most that was the fun one. Haha, <laughs> look, it's a sex thing. <laughs> I guess this is something I don't know what it is, but at least sex thing. <laughs> I guess this is something you all probably didn't try to do. I almost said I'm sure you did, but I guess you didn't. Um I remember when I was younger with friends, we would take sparklers and get a camera and try to like write something in the sparkler and then set the the exposure diff- time mm. different on the camera so you could take a picture and the whole word would show. Oh no, I never tried to do that. I would mm. write it in the air just like yeah. for my own eyes to see. see. That, <laughs> yes, ours was <laughs> like an ephemeral you... art form. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I guess not the exposure, but whatever the uh, the shutter time is so that it takes a really long picture uh-huh you know so you could try to capture all of it yeah i remember doing that with friends uh not to capture it just to write it but the fun thing was to write a dirty word and be like did you see what i wrote did you see it <laughs> <laughs> hold on let me light another one and try again <laughs> it's the real word for butt that's what i wrote the real word for butt <laughs> is that what you think curse words are the real word well, as a child maybe <laughs> The, I can, I'm not allowed to say the real word, what? so I say butt. <laughs> the medical term for butt. <laughs> medical term for butt. I love that the, you think that's the medical term for butt. Or you did. I know you don't know. but No, you can't say the real words. Um, sparklers, I think it was most evident when I saw Charlie with sparklers last year, are one of those things that you think they're going to be cool, and someone lights it in your hand, and about 10 seconds later, you're like, all right. I'm done with this. I can't put it down. I can't put it down. What do I do? For me, it was always, this is going to be great. And then as soon as it's lit, it's like, I'm holding fire. I'm holding fire. I'm holding fire. Sydney, are you deeply afraid of fire? I'm not. I mean, I have a little. I think it's more than a little. I I am uncomfortable with (laughs) with fire. I don't even like fireplaces. Like, I can't even. We have a fireplace. I can't do things with it justin has to handle it because i can't it freaks me out yes i have a. I told you i have a low-key fear of fire it's not a true phobia like i'm be in the presence of fire i can't i don't like lighters very much the the long ones like grill Mm -hmm. lighters i that those are better because the fire is further from my body (laughs) the fire's at the end of a long tube away from me zippos always freaked me out and zippos were like very cool for a moment when we were younger like i remember a ton of our friends having them like they didn't smoke or anything they just had zippos and they freaked me out do you know what those are yeah the okay. small lighters well the small little like the ones that like the top flips one. open on you yeah yeah the ones with the lids that, that was a open. sign of like a cool person like watch out for that person they got one of those zippos yeah, and I, those were those were like, and I may have even had one at one point, but I don't think I ever lit it. Like I don't think I ever did anything with it because they just holding fire freaks me out. Yeah, but like I can handle like sparklers. I have a kid. I like mm-hmm. hand her a sparkler. I, I do the adult thing. Yeah, she she holds it for a second and runs around, and she's like, hey, and then drops it. Can I? I don't want this anymore. Yeah. Uh. You know, one that I don't understand why it was okay when I think about like the restrictive firework laws here, which by the way, if I haven't said, I am totally in support of, uh, I am fine with that. I wouldn't mind if they were more restrictive personally. I wouldn't mind if there were no fireworks. <laughs> I Well, look, I have children who go to bed earlier than it gets dark right now. 
So I would really love if the neighbors weren't setting off fireworks. I don't know, the entire month of June leading up to July and then probably for the next three weeks they'll continue. That is the one thing I've never understood is people who start setting off fireworks like two weeks into June. Like what? There's a date for that. Yeah, the the people across the street have Mm -hmm. been setting off fireworks for the last week every night. Like last night, Justin was like, can I go outside and yell? I'm like, no, don't yell. Now it's the 3rd of July. I'm amazed, like, because New York has incredibly restrictive firework laws for good reason. Everybody lives in cardboard houses on top of each other. Like, it's, uh, you know, and yet every night for the past week, like, it's like just incessant. And I I don't, you know, like, there's just so many people you're affecting with your sound. And it's like, what about dogs or, like, people that have PTSD, like, Loud sounds can be really scary. I even my cats like like goes crazy. It's like oh no, somebody's attacking. Somebody's attacking. I'm like no, no, it's just it's just colorful fire. Yeah, well, and I mean even and 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 outside of that, like just a lot of uh, people go to bed earlier or have work different shifts or have to get up super early. I've worked on the Fourth of July and that week in the hospital many many times and had to get up at you know five or six the next morning. Plus, like babies. My, yeah. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've been frustrated by a sleeping baby woken up by like, oh my gosh, by especially the firecrackers. Like, mm-hmm. that's not even fun. It's just loud. Yeah. But I was going to ask, why are bottle rockets? Why were those ever okay? Those are projectiles. Yeah, those are scary. I remember racing them up the street, like tying bundles of them together and racing them up the street. Mm-hmm. We would like lay them down mm-hmm. and then light them so that they would shoot along the the hill mm-hmm. i don't understand why those were okay because like you could shoot them at people mm-hmm. just like a roman candle yeah i feel like we did that one year i we did we put my r2d2 stand up out in the, the yard oh, this yeah. this was all we were all adults this was not long this was maybe like eight years ago max uh i was alive for this yeah and just try to shoot <laughs> poor r2d2 he was the one stand up we had but yeah, I just, that that's the thing, like, when I think about the stakes, I mean, because when you're a kid, you do, like, as a teenager, we did some reckless things, and then you do some things that aren't reckless, but, like, inherently have risk to them, like, I think part of being a teenager is experimenting with everything on wheels, so, like, you become a teenager, and you're like, I gotta try bikes, and skateboards, and roller skates, and scooters I don't know mm-hmm. any anything that has wheels I'm gonna try to roll around on and you might fall and I mean you might actually get injured but like at, in the grand scheme of like really risky things that's not high up there yep. and then you move into like the things that inherently have more risk like trampolines and trampolines were you know so dangerous mm-hmm. they still are so dangerous they have the nets now but they're still still not great but then, like, fireworks was a whole other level that, like, we all engaged in, which was not good. I mean, because yeah. they, I mean, like, there's fire and explosives and people can get really hurt. And then when you connect it, now as a teen, you know, we weren't drinking on the 4th of July. Right. But when you connect it with adulthood when you can, it's just, it's a bad combination. <laughs> so... So, uh, 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 like, a bunch of firepower and people that can't make uh, very good decisions for themselves. Uh, America. <laughs> That's accurate, actually. 
Fair celebration and and some processed meat, some factory farm processed meat. Uh, and then I and then there are swaths of disappointed people who feel like we could have done better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, that's there you go. Um, Happy America Day. <laughs> no, but it I I really it's it's weird now because as I feel like that I see less of that like. And I don't know, Riley, maybe you can speak to it. Are your friends going to get together today and try to light a bunch of stuff on fire? Yes. Really? <laughs> yes. Ah, uh, I was hoping it had stopped. Um, But I mean, like, uh, what? we can't get the, the scary stuff now. So it's going to be a bunch of golden <laughs> showers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well. Okay. <laughs> uh, is it, I, I know, I know, I know. Okay. It can all be scary if you try hard enough, though. That's what well, makes me nervous. It's true. You'd have to. These are the just the small boxes with, you know, yeah. one fuse. But the, the the ones I know that the there have been various family members who have introduced the big ones into our Fourth of July celebrations before. Yes. Uh, obtained illegally from other states, and I well, I mean, obtained, well, obtained legally, legally, brought yes. illegally across state lines. <laughs> um, but those scare the crap out of me. Yeah. And uh, as someone who has worked uh, trauma service at a hospital on Fourth of July, I would I would ask everyone to stay away from them. Um, yeah. Because I think I love fireworks when I am sitting on a hillside, on and a blanket, far away. You know, eating a hamburger or a piece of watermelon or some other Fourth of July typical food, even having a beer. Because the fireworks are far away from me, where mm-hmm. I can see them in the sky, but they will not touch me at all. Sydney hates fire. No, I like I like those kinds of fireworks. Yeah. Like you know, Sydney, I like how we're getting the elements covered here with my irrational fear of water and yours of fire. <laughs> like Riley, what, what <laughs> element are you irrationally afraid of? If I'm afraid of air or the earth, then like how <laughs> how do how I? How do you exist? feel about spelunking? Maybe it goes into maybe it's like dark caves. Yeah. Oh, now that. Nope, nope. Mm-mm. Nope, being okay. in a cave. Mm-mm. There we go. Well, that's not really a 4th of July thing. No, but we're all afraid. Of, we're like the opposite of like the, the airbenders. The <laughs> we're just <laughs> afraid of a certain <laughs> element inexplicably. Terrified of I'm a water. Oh, no. I'm the water fearer. I'm the earth fearer. Earth fearer. What can you do with that? Oh, no. I just like to stay away from it. Run! <laughs> <laughs> Run! Uh, it's it's a good thing that there isn't a fourth one of us. Being afraid of the air would be very inconvenient. That'd be very inconvenient. Maybe heights. Heights is how you would interpret that, I guess. Mm-hmm. How are you with heights, Riley? I'm okay. Okay, so it's really just Earth. Yeah. Okay. It's more like depths as opposed to heights. <laughs> Uh, so I, I was hoping you would say, I don't know, we're not really going to do that, but I guess, no, you know, there'll be a lot safer than, you know, strapping a Roman candle onto an inner tube though. There are probably going to be some fireworks at the riverfront where you can just that go sit and watch. Night. Oh, that was For last For some night. reason here in Huntington, our big fireworks celebration we invite people to by the river is on July 3rd. Dad really wants to watch the firework mm-hmm. display above the Brooklyn Bridge on TV. <laughs> so... Okay. It's a good one. Yeah. 
that'll be on the TV very far away. That's usually the one. I, my A uh, couple of my friends have a particularly high rooftop out here in my neighborhood in Brooklyn, and we can always see. Like, you get, like, 360 fireworks. It's great. Oh, that's awesome. People set it up. I'll, I'll be working, unfortunately. But in the past, it's been really nice. I assume that I'll be able to see some at King's Island. Oh, yeah. They always have fireworks. We'll be at, yeah, yeah, we'll they be have fireworks Lodge. every night anyways. They probably did last night because there was a Reds game. And they they do fireworks, but I think they will at Kings Island mm-hmm. tonight. So so we'll be able to watch. That's that's cl- that's enough for me. I don't really want to set anything on fire. You know, I spent one Fourth of July in Berlin, um, where they don't they don't actually celebrate America's birthday. Wow, can you believe that? <laughs> no, can you believe it? It's such a shock. There were fireworks, though. I remember finding that very confusing um, as we were coming home from the club at. 6 a.m. right or something i don't know i it never stopped it never closed so it was very hard to keep track of when we should go home yeah and the hostel i was staying in uh, i slept in a bathroom i mean like it was made into a bedroom but it was a bathroom there was a toilet and everything mm-hmm. in there but anyway it was a lovely fourth of see, july see i have a my, my international fourth of july i climbed mount fuji on the fourth of july a few years ago that's a good thing to do well, I have yet to have an international 4th of July, but next 4th of July, I will not be in the country. So there next you go. got to have your international 4th of July. <laughs> yeah. 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 You have to pick a different place. I went to Germany. Taylor went to Japan. I will not be in I like that places. we've replaced the so. uh, jump over fireworks and maybe burn your crotch tradition with go to a different country and don't <laughs> celebrate, but do something cool. Okay, Experience well, another it. culture. Well, yes. There you go. Well, I could make it into this whole metaphorical thing. See, the thing is, America should be no, many things. <laughs> it should be it should be the result of many different cultures and languages and religions and colors and orientations and beliefs all coming together. Much like the world. Happy America. That's what it should be. That's what it could be. That's what it, it, it could be. I agree, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But for this 4th of July, there's tanks. Yes. So. Yeah. I would encourage you to go spend time with the people that you care about, whoever they are. Or if you just want to chill alone in your room, that's fine, too. Stranger that, Things 3 just came out. Stranger Things 3. There you go. So. Uh, if you're looking for other things to binge, Instant Hotel is back. Instant Hotel is back. Yes, it yes. is. Whole new uh, season for you to binge. Mm-hmm. That's coming out every week. Eat whatever food you like. Yeah. Doesn't have to be a hot dog or a hamburger. Thank goodness for Taylor. Yeah, it won't be in my case. <laughs> yeah. And uh and have a and and then and dream about what America could be and then act on it tomorrow. Yeah. You get today off to plan and dream. And then tomorrow we get back to work. How about that? Yeah. Is that fair? Yeah. Don't lose any any digits because of a firework today. You'll you'll just, regret it. Uh, just I mean they're loud and they they leave like there's always debris. There's always firework debris afterwards, like in the streets and driveways. And and people don't clean it up sometimes. I've seen it laying outside. Just don't. It's they're dirty and they're loud and they scare people like me and, and dogs. <laughs> Yes, 
there the are poor dogs. there are many of your neighbors, be they human or animal, who probably don't enjoy this. Mm-hmm. So like, just go to. I'm sure there's somewhere. There's probably somewhere. There's a park. There's a riverfront. There's a there's a it, or a television. Just watch some fireworks. Yeah. Let's stop. I, the firework lobby is going to come after. Well, us. now we've got the hot dog lobby and the firework lobby. We're we're pro corn dog lobby though. Yeah, I bet the I bet the firework lobby is pretty scary too. I you know yeah. who's another scary lobby? The tanning lobby. The tanning bed lobby came after some of us of the Capitol because the doctors were trying to get some more restrictive tanning bed laws passed. Mm-hmm. Man, the tanning bed lobby is a scary lobby too. What man? <laughs> There's a lobby for everything. I think yeah. anything that can definitely kill you will like has a strong lobby behind it. Has a lot of money. <laughs> I was gonna say we're the lobby for love, but uh, then I sound like Marianne Williamson. So yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I like Just that. A Not a love lobbyist. <laughs> love is not enough. We need love in action. Love in action. All right. All right. <laughs> this is a good place to stop where we're going all right uh everyone <laughs> if you want to cheer for america cheer for america on sunday in the yes. the, the women's finals yes. because that's that's a, a bunch of americans that I'll, I'll root for any day i agree yep here here <coughs> uh thank you sisters <laughs> you're here <laughs> huzzah uh thank you sisters thank you listeners thank you for for tuning in uh, I hope you have a nice day. If you got the day off, I hope you enjoy yeah. a nice day off, whatever you decide to do with it. Uh, thank you to the Maximum Fun Network for allowing us to be part of this wonderful network of podcasts. You should check out MaximumFun.org for a lot of shows we think you would enjoy. Uh, thank you. Oh, wait, no. You can tweet at us at StillBuff. <laughs> I must forget to tell you that. You can tweet us at StillBuff. You can uh, email us. Maybe it's still buffering at maximumfun.org. Oh, we fix that? We don't know. Okay. I don't know. We'll keep saying it because eventually it'll be true again. Yeah. And thank you to the novellas for our theme song, Baby Change Mine. This has been Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McRoy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. I'm a teenager. And I was too. Hey, if you like your podcast to be focused and well-researched and your podcast host to be uncharismatic, unhorny strangers who have no interest in horses, then this is not the podcast for you. Again, what's your deal? <laughs> I'm Emily. I'm Lisa. Our show's called Baby Geniuses. And its hosts are horny adult idiots. We discover weird Wikipedia pages every episode. We discuss institutional misogyny. We ask each other the dumbest questions and our listeners won't stop sending us pictures of their butts. We haven't asked them to stop, but they also aren't stopping. Join us on Baby Geniuses every other week on MaximumFun.org. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.